In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the grace and peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. You might like to sit down for a moment, and a very warm welcome. It's great to be able to welcome you back, and as we celebrate our, I suppose, the holiest night in our church calendar, the night that means so much to all of us, that has resonances over the years, and it's a very special night, I think, for everyone here. And uh, I want to welcome all of you, but, and people who have come home on holidays to be with their families and the people they love and enjoy the Christmas with them. And uh, any occasional visitors who have come along here this evening, you're all most welcome as we celebrate this sacred feast. And, uh, and welcome to our choir, who have lost nothing during their absence. Obviously, they're renewed and refreshed and in better voice than ever. So, at the beginning of Mass, we uh, just consider the sacred vocation that we've been called to. We ask God to forgive our trespasses, and we ask him to direct our steps as we make our way through life. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom, Lord of mercy. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness, Christ of mercy. You will come in glory with salvation for your people, Lord of mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
Let us pray. Lord, our God, with the birth of your Son, your glory breaks on the world. Through the night hours of the darkened earth, we, your people, watch for the coming of your promised Son. As we wait, give us a foretaste of the joy that you will grant us when the fullness of his glory has filled the earth. Who, he who lives and reigns with you forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. About Zion, I will not be silent. About Jerusalem, I will not grow weary until her integrity shines out like the dawn and her salvation flames like a torch. The nations then will see your integrity, all the kings your glory, and you will be called by a new name, one which the mouth of the Lord will confer. You are to be a crown of splendor in the hand of the Lord, a princely diadem in the hand of your God. No longer are you to be named forsaken, nor your land abandoned, but you should be called my delight, and your land the wedded. For the Lord takes delight in you, and your land will have its wedding. Like a young man marrying a virgin, so will the one who built you wed you. And as the bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so will your God rejoice in you. The word of the Lord. Today a Saviour has been born to us. He is Christ the Lord. Oh, sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Oh, sing to the Lord, bless his name. Today reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When Paul reached Antioch in Pisidia, he stood up in the synagogue, held up a hand for silence and began to speak. 
Men of Israel and fearers of God, listen. The God of our nation, Israel, chose our ancestors and made our people great when they were living as foreigners in Egypt. Then, by divine power, he led them out. Then he made David their king, of whom he approved in these words. I have selected David, son of Jess, a man after my own heart, who will carry out my whole purpose. To keep his promise, God has raised up for Israel one of David's descendants, Jesus, a saviour, whose coming was heralded by John when he proclaimed a baptism of repentance for the whole people of Israel. Before John ended his career, he said, I am not the one you imagine me to be. That one is coming after me, and I am not fit to undo his sandal. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Caesar Augustus issued a decree for a census of the whole world to be taken. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to be registered. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and travelled up to Judea to the town of David called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered together with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them at the inn. In the countryside close by there were shepherds who lived in the fields and took it in turns to watch their flocks during the night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today in the town of David, A Saviour has been born for you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly with the angel there was a great throng of the heavenly host, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to men who enjoy his favour. The Gospel of the Lord.
There are four Gospels, as we know, all written a long time after the events they describe, and all of them with a different starting point, and all ending with the apostles encountering Christ, the risen Christ, and being told to go and proclaim the news to all the world. And the evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all pick and choose the moments and the events that they want to record and they want us to hear and think about. And because there were so many events that they could have written about, uh, John says Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose even the whole world wouldn't have room for the books that would be written. That was what John wrote. So he takes his selected uh, stories. And if the evangelists are selective about what they tell us, I suppose we too are selective on what we hear and remember and uh, what makes an impression on us from their selection of events and uh, stories. And when it comes to the birth of Jesus, for many the touching and sentimental account of the birth of Jesus given by Luke, which we just heard, the stable, the watching shepherds, the chorus of angels, uh, the parts we have seen enacted by children and nativities, nativity plays over the years, uh, these are what fire our imagination, I suppose, and give us the picture we have of Christmas and the journey of the three wise kings told by Matthew uh, reminds us that the Christian faith is not a faith for one tribe or one country, that it is a worldwide event. And as the three wise men from different parts of the world signify, and John the Evangelist, his symbol is the eagle in his poetic opening of the Gospel, uh, the, the Gospel of John read on Christmas Day. He says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he seems, seems to take us to a world beyond our visible world. And the telling of the story is different. And whether we hear it from John or from Matthew or Luke or uh, Mark, it's the story of real events. These events that took place during the governorship of Quirinius and uh, the, when Caesar Augustus was emperor, real events in history and, and real people and a real person who has changed the way in which many people all over the world view their life and death. And we'll stand to proclaim our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. On this Christmas night, as we celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace, let us joyfully raise our hearts in prayer. We pray that the news of Christ's birth stir our hearts and enlighten our minds and fill us with love for our neighbor. Lord, hear us. We pray that like the shepherds on the hills of Galilee, we too will proclaim the glory of God and the presence of Christ in our world. Lord, hear us. At this time of joy and celebration, we pray for those in our parish who mourn the loss of loved ones. May they find hope and comfort in the triumph of Christ over death. Lord, hear us. And as we celebrate the wonder of Christmas Day, we pray for Christians whose celebrations are held in secret and who suffer for their belief in Christ. Lord, hear us. We praise and thank you, Father, for you have revealed your infinite love for us through your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. For through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite hearts, may we be acceptable to you, Lord. May our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, Lord, from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Let us pray that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Lord, accept our gifts on this joyful feast of our salvation. By our communion with God made man, may we become more like him who joins our lives to yours, for he is Lord forever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, our powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the wonder of the Incarnation, your eternal word has brought to the eyes of faith a new and radiant vision of your glory. In him we see our God made visible, and so are caught up in love of the God we cannot see. So with all the choirs of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory and join in their unending chorus of praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We come to you, Father, with praise and thanksgiving 
through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him we ask you to accept and bless these gifts we offer you in sacrifice. We offer them for your holy Catholic Church. Watch over it, Lord, and guide it. Grant it peace and unity throughout the world. We offer them for Francis, our Pope, for Fenton, our Bishop, and for all who hold and teach the faith that comes to us from the Apostles. Remember, Lord, your people, especially those for whom we now pray. Remember all of us gathered here before you. You know how firmly we believe in you and dedicate ourselves to you. We offer you the sacrifice of praise for ourselves and those who are dear to us. We pray to you, our living and true God, for our well-being and redemption. In union with the whole Church, we celebrate that night when Mary gave the world its Saviour. We honour her, the ever-Virgin Mother of Jesus Christ, our Lord and God. We honour Joseph, her husband, the Apostles and Martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew and all the saints. May their merits and prayers gain us your constant help and protection. Father, accept this offering from your whole family. Grant us your peace in this life. Save us from final damnation and count us among those you have chosen. Bless and approve our offering. Make it acceptable to you an offering in spirit and in truth. Let it become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. The day before he suffered, he took bread in his sacred hands, and looking up to heaven to you, his almighty Father, he gave you thanks and praise. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise, gave the cup to his disciples, and said, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant. It will be shed for you and for many so that sins may be forgiven. Do this in memory of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. we celebrate the memory of Christ your Son. We, your people and your ministers, recall his passion, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into glory. And from the many gifts you have given us, we offer to you, God of glory and majesty, this holy and perfect sacrifice, the bread of life and the cup of eternal salvation. Look with favor on these offerings and accept them as once you accepted the gifts of your servant Abel, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the bread and wine offered by your priest Melchizedek. Almighty God, we pray that your angel may take this sacrifice to your altar in heaven. Then as we receive from this altar the sacred body and blood of your Son, let us be filled with every grace and blessing. Remember, Lord, those who have died and have gone before us marked with the sign of faith, 
especially those for whom we now pray. May these and all who sleep in Christ find in your presence light, happiness, and peace. For ourselves, too, we ask some share in the fellowship of your apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Though we are sinners, we trust in your mercy and love. Do not consider what we truly deserve, but grant us your forgiveness. Through Christ our Lord, you give us all these gifts, you fill them with life and goodness, you bless them and make them holy. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Let us pray to God our Father in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. And graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it.
and it's, I suppose, the usual custom to, uh, before our final prayers, to thank a number of people. Uh, just a word of thanks and congratulations to the choir and their lovely performance this evening. And uh, I know that uh, Joan and Mary and Loretta spent a lot of time preparing the hymns and the booklets and everything like that. And uh, it's great to see you back again. And we'll, I know that you're going to be here again tomorrow morning. So thank you very much for that lovely contribution. I want to thank all the readers and Eucharistic ministers uh, throughout the year in Scariff and Clanoscar and uh, the godly play team who bring the little children upstairs, uh, the younger ones, and tell them stories like, you know, the crib, I suppose, and, you know, the, the various stories from the Bible with with uh, props and uh, all sorts of, they uh, find it fascinating. So any parents there with younger children, you can bring them to, we have it at 11 o'clock mass every Sunday, including next Sunday, and uh, the children go upstairs with Rita and Francie and uh, be told the Bible stories in a way that is appropriate to their age. I want to thank Donnie Ban and all the members of the Pastoral Council. We've had a fairly easy a few years now, there hasn't been much happening, but whenever anything has needed to be done, uh, they're more, they've spent a, a lot of time preparing and uh, cleaning church and making various arrangements and decisions. So a warm thanks to Doni and the pastoral council members. Uh, Mary O'Grady looks after the flowers all during the year, and Frances O'Neill does the Advent wreath and uh, all these lovely poncettias, uh, the every year um, Joanne comes with, with uh, a lorry load of poncettias and um, decorates the church beautifully and the poncettias are very, I suppose, appropriate and traditional Christmas flowers. So warm thanks to uh, Joanne. She's been doing it, she tells me, since, since she was a teenager. And Mary and Patty produced this lovely crib as they do every year, uh, which is so traditional and so attractive. Uh, thanks to Danny Dillon, who looks after the school grounds so well and so diligently, to the, Tom Hanley and the Board of Management of the school, and to the teachers, indeed, as well, who prepared the children so well for communion and confirmation and uh, in instructing them in the faith. And uh, St. Vincent de Paul, the Apostolic Work Societies, and the various people who remind us of the needs of people further away. And to thank Deirdre Madden for her work in the accounts and uh, the people who work in Paddy and... Breed and Loretta, who, uh, so, who work on the accounts and count the money and lodgements and everything like that. And there'd be nothing to count only for the generous people here in front of me. So thank you all for your very generous contributions. Even when there wasn't a lot happening in the church, the contributions to the church still kept coming in, and was, that was very much appreciated. 
uh, Scariff Bay Community Radio are great friends of ours and they've been a godsend during the last couple of years and we appreciate the huge commitment from Jim Collins and John Kelly and Tom Hanley and all who are involved in that. Uh, they're not just presenting programs but uh, solving technical problems and, and etc. Uh, Michal Pearl does an awful lot of work quietly uh, fixing, repairing, beautifying the church and surroundings and nothing is ever a problem for him and he steps in whenever somebody is needed. And finally Paddy Lowry. Paddy uh, warned me not to mention him again but people people would be saying we'd row if I didn't. So, And thank you all for your attendance here this evening. I've just come from Fiegel with a very big crowd in Fiegel as well and it is nice to be back in business and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be looking going forward and upward from, from now on. Let us pray. God our Father, we rejoice at the birth of our Saviour. May we share his life completely by living as he has taught. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. When he came to us as man, the Son of God scattered the darkness of this world and filled this holy night with his glory. May the God of infinite goodness scatter the darkness of sin and brighten your hearts with holiness. God sent his angels to shepherds to herald the great news of our Saviour's birth. May he fill you with joy and make you heralds of his gospel. When the word became man, earth was joined to heaven. May he give you his peace and goodwill and fellowship with all the heavenly host. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And before we go, I forgot to mention Patsy Long and Anne Barrett, who look after the linen here and keep everything bright and shining. So. Thank you.